Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our week seven call. Did I get that right? Time is just flying by. That's a self-fulfilling prophecy right there. Today, we are going to be talking about our week six theme, which is the universe is just throwing money at us, as well as um, getting into week seven and self-fulfilling prophecy. And I have to tell you all in prepping for how we may play with this this week, I've already gotten myself like super ridiculously excited. So um, I'm really excited to see what this week brings for us. So I have with me Miss Rebecca. Do you want to say hi, Rebecca? Hello, everyone. We have a big crowd today. So happy that you're here and so happy that we're on this journey together. It's such a pleasure. And we are... um, just finished up with one of my favorite themes, which is the universe is just throwing money at me, and we played the blue money game this week. So I want to open it up, share with Rebecca and I some of your experiences uh, this week, and then also, again, the questions at the end of the week on Saturday and Sunday, really insightful this week about noticing your beliefs around money and then also just noticing some of the stuff you may have heard this week around money as as that was in our our focus this week. So I'd love to hear from a few of you about blue money experiences. I definitely saw some on Facebook, things coming to people, discounts uh, off courses that you want to take, free meals coming in. Um, What were some of the things that you all noticed and how was the universe throwing money at you this week? Um, It's Catherine. I'll go. Go for it, Catherine. So um, I got something that I was I'm extremely was blessed um <laughs> I got about $1200 worth of Genuvia medication from my doctor because I when I turned 65 I had to switch to a drug plan and for some reason they couldn't find me in a computer so I had to just take whatever drug, drug plan came up and the Genuvia wasn't on it and so he had all this Genuvia and he gave it to me and I was like hallelujah doc $1,200 you know, is not a bad little deal for blue money, huh? No, that was a good one. And then I had a <laughs> course, actually, uh, at a huge discount, they gave it to me. And I wasn't, all I asked was if I could make more than two payments. And they said, oh, here, do this instead. And that was really cool. And I just noticed now, every time I see the money, and, and, and because my, my husband is notorious for money is everywhere. He just drops it all over the place, kind of like the Pied Piper. And Every time now, I used to hate it because I'd have to pick it up because he'd leave it up wherever it fell. And now I pick it up and I just say, oh, oh my goodness, thank you, universe, for the abundance. And <laughs> I have a totally different perspective about money ever since the call um, that I had with Ming and you, Amina, about having you name your money as your best friend and all this stuff. And I just look at different, look at money differently. And when I was out to lunch with my sisters, 
they were just complaining about everything. And I, you know, I was just like thinking, oh, my God, I'm so glad I don't think about money like this anymore. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And the, the most amazing thing, too, is as, as for any of these weeks that we're having, you know, uh, Yes Week, as you all remember, was a really big awareness and realization for me. As we go through these, whether it's a money realization or any of these, and we start acting differently, naturally the people around us kind of start picking up on our energy and um, also start shifting. So we become that role model for the people around us. Thanks, Catherine, for sharing that. Oh, thank you. Woohoo! Big blue money. Big win right there is blue money. And I love that. I love that your husband drops the money and you take that in as blue money. I think that's awesome. It's like, it's almost like he's there perfectly planted for you. <laughs> well, thank you for helping me receive. Um, Karen's sharing on chat. So many coupons coming in this week or this week for her and um, Jerry helping her out with the animals for free, counting that as blue money. And I love that, Karen, because it is all about the eyes to see, right? So anything that if you had to do it, you would have maybe paid somebody else to do. What a beautiful way to look at that as blue money as it came in um, with help and support that you needed. Who else? Who has some blue money, Sharon? Or green money? Whatever color it came in on. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, this is Rebecca. This, I'm so glad I did this exercise again because, um, you know, we talk about put your focus on what you want more of. And most of my focus around money has been, it's one of gratitude. Every time I was spending money, I was, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I have the money for that, to pay that bill. I'm so glad I have the money for that trip. I'm so I'm glad I have the money to do that. But this last week, I switched over because I really would like to have more money coming in. So I thought, hey, let's put our attention on what we want more of. So suddenly I did go back to the pennies on the ground, the nickels, um, you know, the, the free this, the free that. And that's the game I want to play now, that if I want to have, you know, more easy, joyful money in my life, make sure that I am really noticing that and giving thanks for that, not just how grateful I am every time I'm able to spend money. I want more attention on money coming in. That was my big aha for the week. I love that. That's beautiful. And it is nice to go back to the basics too, right, Rebecca? Like it is nice to get excited about a penny, not just the big stuff. Yeah, it's like you mentioned. I kind of like doing Joy Journal almost once a year. You know, like in January, something like that, when I need a refresher, like, okay, how is, how is my wording nowadays? Where's my focus nowadays? So I need to brush up on any of these because I do see them as principles, you know, principles and habits that I rules for my life that I want to keep because they work really well. Right, right. That's wonderful. All right, Jennifer's sharing too. Um, I'm not going to stop with blue money. So some of you uh, are are with Ming, she and I, and we have a group called Being Present to Serve, and we we kind of never keep blue money. We never end blue money. We keep playing it. So this is another one to just keep keep it going, keep that energy going. So Jennifer sharing, I'm not going to stop with the blue money exercise. I'd like to make it a permanent part of joy making. Yes, money coming in. So. She's already forgetting all of the details of the money that she came in, that came in, but that was a great blue money week for her. And I remember, Jennifer, you posted some stuff about discounts on things and things just showing up, so that's amazing. I'm glad that you had a good blue money week. 
Anyone else want to share with some blue money? Yeah, and any other ways that the universe was just, that you found out that the universe is just throwing money at you, that having money in your life is, you know, easier, more joyful, lighter, more abundant in your life. How else did that show up for you this week? You know, I just want to say it's Catherine again. I think just putting that belief system into my my vibration just changes, makes everything lighter, funner, happier, joyful. Um, because before I was, I came from the, oh, got to put that, I can't, I got to save this, got to save that. I, I've forgotten it. Money's a vibration just like everything else. I don't want to hoard my money. So every time I spend it, I just like joyfully go, wow, I'm really happy that this is helping the people that it's helping there, wherever it's going, wherever I'm spending it, it's really helping a bunch of people, not just one person. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, I so agree, Catherine. It is a different vibration, a different feeling, because you know, money out of the blue or the universe is just throwing money at me. You know, it's, it's light. It's not that we're raised with the philosophy that you have to work really hard for money. You have to be deserving of money. And if you're not bleeding and sweating, you, know, you don't really deserve to receive it. So I think this is such an important shift for us. To make money easy and joyful and light. I totally agree because doesn't God want us all just to be happy and healthy and be joyful? Yes. If you believe in God or not, the universe, spirit, whoever you believe in. But that's what we're here for. We're to be joyful beings. And we're really only, you know, we're evolving on a spiritual level in a human body. So let's just be as happy as possible and write our own story and make it happen because we have the power to do that and we just I tend to forget that so having a group like this and a place where I can talk to other people who are like-minded who have that same vibration who can say you're right yes love it I love I love that Catherine because we do fall off the wagon the joy wagon and that's why it's (laughs) nice when we're hanging out with people who can pick us up Exactly. You know, for those times when we are feeling down. Oh, that's very well put. Thank you. I'm already loving this, too. We've got some more stuff coming up in chat, too, about people giving money away. And then um, going back, I actually talked, uh, talked to uh, somebody this week, too, going back and looking at your bank account and realizing there was more money in there and just not even noticing it and noticing how it came in. I love that. That is the whole point of this exercise is just having the eyes to see the abundance that's there. And Petra is getting ready to go on vacation and sees that she has more than enough to cover her vacation and be good for the rest of the summer. And that's the vibration, the the eyes to see, the more than enough. Um, I want to share with you all my blue money story too because I am – I played this game a number of times in the in a specific time period. Like I said, you know, we kind of have blue money going on year-round. But I've done the, you know, seven-day blue money, the five-day blue money, the 10-day blue money, the specific games. And I found this week that as I was playing, I was hanging out at home more, wasn't going out as much. There weren't – there was um, a lot of time spent with me going out with my nieces and nephews where I was spending money, not necessarily saving money. and. So I was like, you know, writing down every day. I was very conscious about my blue money and playing full out the way that I like to do with our exercises. And there were plenty of of little things here. I took my 
my niece out and I bought her something and it was, you know, on sale and we saved $50 and I noted that for Blue Money. So I'm, I'm going through the week and doing, doing my Blue Money and I thought, wow, this is like really the first time that I haven't had like a big chunk of money show up. And I remembered my original Blue Money story, which I shared on the last call, which was we were playing it for 10 days and I kept saying $10,000 instead of $1,000 and then on day uh, I think it was 12 or 13, I got a check. So, you know, the game was officially over, but I ended up getting a check for $10,000. So I did that this week, too. I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe on Monday something will show up in the mail and stuff. And I noticed that this time I was really aware, whereas in the past I definitely was aware of blue money, but I wasn't as focused on it as I was this week. And so I was noticing all this and stuff, and I thought, okay, well, not bad. You know, I added my my tally up at the end of the week when I was going through it, and it was a good $400 worth of, of blue money in, and I thought, well, that's not bad, you know, it's a, that's a good blue money win. And then I totally forgot out of the blue that I got a brand new contract on Thursday of last week for $20,000, which was the number I kept saying, by the end of the year, I'm going to get $20,000. So I don't know if that money is actually going to be in and in my bank account by the end of June, but a contract came in that was worth that amount of money. So I was like, oh my gosh, you talk about the eyes to see and blue money, and I've played this game, I can't even tell you how many times, and yet the universe constantly throwing money at me, and I will add in surprising ways that really have me shift my focus to be able to see that. So I'm counting it as this week, y'all. I'm counting that as blue money and coming in this week, even though I threw the proposal out there, but it got accepted during the week that we were playing blue money. So the universe really is throwing money at all of us, and it really is the eyes to see it. That oh, is fabulous. That. Yay. <laughs> Yay. And I, I love the way, Amina, that you, that you kept track of every penny coming in. Because think about it. When we're trying to save money or live more frugally, we keep track of every dollar and dime that we spend. So it only makes sense to keep track of every dollar and dime that comes in. Oh, that's so beautiful. I want to remember to do that. It was amazing. And, you know, it's, it's funny because, again, I, I was doing the same things that we talked about. I was thinking, well, if it's, not a, if it's not a penny that came in that's in my hand or if it's not a check that came into the mailbox, it doesn't count. And how many places do we do that where we limit what the universe is doing? Right. So that's what I love about it. And we all have our own ways of doing it. You know, mine might be this, yours may be that. But that's the point of all these experiences and these exercises is just to try you know, the universe will give you a new way to play. The universe will give you a new new way to practice, and it's just being open to seeing how it comes in and grateful yeah, um, for bringing that gratitude. I had a, another aha, too, about the whole, you know, the money thing and receiving money is that a lot of times I think I have my hand out pushing it away. Like if someone wants to buy me something or pay for the meal, like, no, no, let me do that. You know, the battle over the pay, the check. Um, at the at the restaurant, right. or um, I, I have a friend who offered she wanted me to travel with her, and I said, "Oh, I haven't sold my California home yet. I've really got to. I have to watch my expenses." She said, "I would love to help. You've helped me before. I would love to help." And my knee jerk reaction was, "Oh no, you know you can't do that." But I thought, "No, no. This is the way. This is one of the ways that the universe is throwing money at me." Ah. And isn't that good? And then my um, son, um, because he's uh, legally blind. 
he receives these benefits. And my, you know, in the beginning, my thing was, oh, my poor son, talk about negative self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, my poor son has to have these benefits. Well, the benefits just started coming in and included all these beautiful services and all this uh, help with finding jobs. And I was able to shift it into my mind of one, you know, into one of grateful receiving. And I thought that was a really, that's a powerful mm-hmm. reminder too. Grateful receiving because then other people get to beautifully give and lovingly give. I think that's wonderful. It also gives, it just, you know, puts into the vibration pool all this gratitude and appreciation, and that's really what makes everything happen. I, I love, love that. Story. Love that. We're getting so much. There's so much fun stuff coming on on chat too. Somebody got just increase in their paycheck mysteriously. Don't know how. Don't <laughs> need to fully understand it. I remember. I remember Jeanette Moss shared a story about um, getting extra money in her bank account. She didn't know where these deposits were coming from. And she spent hours with the bank trying to explain to them that she doesn't know where this money's coming from and trying to hand it back to them. And finally she get I mean, literally the bank was like, would not take the money back. And she finally she just said, oh, and I'll use your words, Rebecca. She said, oh, the universe is just trying to throw money at me and I'm doing everything I can to try to return it. And she said, you know, I just realized at some point you just let it in. We don't need to understand how. So I love that. Love, love, love. Uh, we don't need to understand why it's coming in. Let it just let it flow in. It's, it's and beautiful. say and just say thank you. You know what reminds me of what our you know our moms would say when somebody gives you a compliment. You're like, oh, this old thing. You know, you have, you have, we had to all work hard to stop that habit. Instead, do somebody gives you a compliment, you just say thank you. Somebody gives you money or a discount, or the universe brings you some money in some way, you just say thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's such a beautiful way to to do that and, and receive it and let it in. You mentioned that. that Petra Petra is on chat coming from Switzerland, and um, Petra has been quite uh, on quite the joy journey. Right. So she has Lots yeah she wins. has a new yeah a new apartment. She has a new job. I mean, congratulations, Petra! What a what a wonderful beautiful difference this is. Yeah, very fun, very fun. Yes, she's yeah. back. Go Petra. She's in Sweden. She's saying, and we're all we're all giving her some some chat love and some phone love. <laughs> I, I was thinking that this because we're on week eight, you know, week seven of you know joy joy journal, and I think that we become braver and braver as we go along. You know, we've changed our habits. We're you know looking for the job that we want. We're seeing in ourselves why we're worthy to have it, the benefits that we can do. We're being brave to think about the apartment that or house that we would really like to have. So I think that that's why it's kind of nice to have this as not just a five-day program, but as a 10- to 12-week program, too, so that we can keep growing and experiencing more and more. And shifting our vibe. I love that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and Petra's vacation is she's going to go walk the Camino in Spain. Okay, Petra, I'm going to have to talk to you about that offline. That was like one of my biggest dreams is to walk the Camino in Spain. Me, me uh, too. Me too. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. When you come back, you're going to have to tell us all about it. That's, that's amazing. All right. Well, let's move into um, self-fulfilling prophecy and this week's theme. So, Rebecca, you put the video out there about um, self-fulfilling prophecy, and I loved what you had written in the Joy Journal because a lot of these are 
they're really similar concepts, and we're approaching them from slightly different ways to really deepen our practice and understanding of them. So I love what you said. Um, it's, it's really a, a subconscious belief about yourself that you may be playing out, which is different than something you want to attract. So talk a little bit more about that, and some, you made some great points in the, the video, and then we'll move into some of the ways we can play with this this week. Yeah. In other words, I think that self-fulfilling prophecy is one of the most important concepts that we're going to come across, maybe even in our life. I would put it right up there with focus on what you want and what you don't want. Be aware aware that self-fulfilling prophecy is real. And it can be for negative and it can be for positive. And we're going through life wearing colored glasses. We're seeing the world according to the glasses we're wearing. And sometimes we picked up a self-fulfilling prophecy from the way that we were raised. And if we want to, if it is not bringing us any joy or any benefit, it is not, if it is not the path we want to be on, we can reevaluate that and we can switch it to a positive self-fulfilling prophecy. So I think it's really, really powerful. And as I mentioned right now, I've been you know, having a little challenge, you know, the, the teacher position heal thyself. But I noticed that I've been having uh, words and phrases out of my mouth that are setting me on a path for an, to only see the negative, to have a negative self-fulfilling prophecy. So I, at least, I know for myself, I have to keep doing this again and again. And any time when things are not going well in your life, if you're feeling down in the dumps or depressed or not living the life that you want, Better take a look, open your eyes, and see what type of prophecy are you having for yourself? What kind of words are you using? What are you hearing around you? You know, are you hearing a lot of lack things? So I think it's really, really important. Yeah, that's, I, I love that. And here's the thing, too, with the self-fulfilling prophecy is most of our beliefs, most of the beliefs that we have created for ourselves get created when we're young children. And they may be, at that point in time or in a specific situation, it may have been a true belief in that moment. But very rarely do we take the time to reexamine those beliefs 20 years later. I mean, something I couldn't do 20 years ago, you know, I've been on a a pretty amazing life journey in the last 20 years. That belief may no longer hold true, but we're just replaying some of these old beliefs. So I love that, um, that point of coming to it. Rebecca, especially is if you're if, if, if you're not feeling happy in this moment, if you're not feeling content or fulfilled or at peace, check to see which tape is playing, which does sometimes mm-hmm. take a moment, like you said, because it is it's very self-conscious. It's very it's sneaky. Self-fulfilling prophecy is very sneaky, and a lot of times it is running. That tape is running, and you don't even know it. You haven't even chosen it. Right, and it's not necessary. It's not even related directly related to anything that's actually going on in the moment it's maybe you saw something on tv maybe somebody said a sentence and it accidentally clicked that tape into action and then you're just having a great day and all of a sudden it's like i don't know i'm just not feeling good i'm sad i'm mad i'm frustrated whatever it is um and it, it is a practice to really just take that moment and take a breath and go what am i thinking in this moment that yeah. may be causing this emotion to come up. We get so caught up in the emotion we're feeling that sometimes we don't realize that there might have been a thought or a, and a long very a thought that comes up all the time. You know? Yes, and, and you know, it's a, it's a truth. 
that's why this is so powerful because we take it on as if it's a truth. And you may have heard it when you were younger and it's a feeling. That's why it's, it's that program running behind the scenes. You just accept it as a truth, which is why I, I don't know if any of you have heard of, um, oh my gosh, what Byron, Byron Katie. It's a woman, Byron Katie, and she calls it the work. And she has at least these four or five questions that you ask yourself when you find that there's a program running, like I, I can, I'm never going to have enough money. You know, she has you look at that. Is that really true? You know, where did you hear, where did you hear that? Is it true for other people? Why do you think so? And then you have to find three legitimate reasons why the reverse is true. And I found that to be very, very helpful in unlocking some of these truths that I'm carrying around with me in my backpack that I don't even know. And some of them are pretty heavy and they're not helping me on my journey. No, with this, which is perfect because that's what we're doing this week. <laughs> we're actually going to be doing Byron Katie's work this week. What is, with our it is Byron Katie? Okay. Oh, yes. my gosh. We're totally in sync. <laughs> of course. Perfect I love it. Yeah, perfect line. That's going to be our outrageous practice for this week. And um, I'll give you – and actually, Byron Katie has what I found really useful because I've, I've been using her uh, Judge Your Neighbor or the work worksheet. There's two different ones, one of your – angry at someone else and the other one just if you're stuck in your own belief, uh, but you can use both for either. Uh, but she has another one on there that's new, or at least it's new to me, I haven't seen that, where she has a whole bunch of different beliefs that come up uh, that are, are, are usually ones people don't want to hold on to. So self-fulfilling prophecies and beliefs that, that don't tend to lead towards joy. So we're going to be using that belief sheet this week or coming up with your own and choosing a belief that is uh, something that comes up a lot for you and just examining if it's true and, again, examining a turnaround. So one of the things that's so powerful about her process is that thoughts are, are literally just thoughts. They're not good. They're not bad. They're not positive. They're not negative. It's, it's the charge that we give to a thought that makes it something. So in order for you to make a clear decision or have a clear your mind and kind of move from this place of neutrality as you're moving forward, what you want to do is you want to balance out your thoughts. So if you have a thought that's bringing you down, which may be true, like you said, Rebecca, it comes, comes from something that is true. But there's probably life experiences you have where you've demonstrated the opposite of that thought, and that is just as true. And when you realize that that thought can be true in certain cases and completely untrue in other cases, it balances it out. It takes us out of this always, all, nothing, never, I never get chosen to blah, blah, blah. I'm always the last one who blah, blah, blah. Those types of thoughts are ones that whoosh those to bring you down the spiral really quickly. But when you can start to balance those out and say, well, it's true. Sometimes I don't get what I want, but many times I do get what I want and neutralize those thoughts and or replace them with an even better thought, which is what we're going to be playing with this week, you start to see huge changes going on with your life. So that is actually the practice. That was, a, that was mega alignment right there, Rebecca, between you and I 
in terms of oh my gosh. there for the week. <laughs> totally, totally in sync. And also just the message right before this call started, I said, somebody cure me, somebody heal me. I can tell I'm going down the dark path, you know, like the force. I'm using the dark force. And now I realize it's because I have, I have those all or never um, words, sentences in my background. I'm never going to be able to travel again because I have a sick son. My husband and I are never going to be able to go on a vacation together because one of us always has to be home because I have a sick son. So I've been doing a lot of that always mm-hmm. never type of stuff. And now I need to sit down with a journal and write down each one of those sentences that feels really true. You know, I can, I can, I can list 15 reasons, legitimate reasons why that truth is true. And right. the beauty of the Byron Katie work is she doesn't put any judgment on it. She says, let's just explore that idea. Mm-hmm. Are you open to just exploring that idea? You know, is it true for other people? Because I notice a lot of times it's, I'll think it's a truth because I've experienced it or witnessed it before for somebody else. And it seemed to be very, very true for them. So I'm assuming, oh, that's going to be true for me too. So I love her work. I'm so glad you brought it up. And it can be very hard to do. It took me a while to get really fluent um, in her question and answer type of format. I don't know if that was your experience, Amina, but now I'll have friends who will call me and we'll go out. For, I'm so good at it now. We'll go out for a walk and they'll say, I think I have a hidden program going. <laughs> I think I have some self-fulfilling prophecy going on. Can we please you know, try to check behind the curtain and see what might be going on, see if it's something that's really, if I want to keep it, is it really true or do I just think it's true? Yeah, it is. It, it's, um, it's really funny because I got to, I, I got to watch her take people, take people. I got to see her live. She does um, sessions in Ojai on the weekends in Ojai, California. So I got to go and, and watch her live and she's taking people through these questions, you all. And, um, it's just so obvious. I mean, she is, like, asking the questions, and, like, the answer is just so obvious. Such a simple question. The answer is so obvious to me. And these people are up on stage, and they're like, I don't know. They're having, like, sweating and nervous. And, stuff. and I'm sitting here going, like, this is not hard. Like, it's so obvious to me sitting in, in, the, the, in the audience what the option yeah. thought of that thought would be and stuff. So I then decide very bravely. I was having a situation um, with one of my clients. So I raise my hand and she calls me and I go up on stage and, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like, yeah, I know the questions. I'm familiar with the work. I've taken other people through it. And she asks me a question and I swear to God, she could have been speaking French. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. So when is your stuff? <laughs> when is somebody else's well, stuff? Yeah. It's like, and, and they're, they're pretty straightforward questions, and you're thinking, you, you can't, but, you know, I don't have any friends. What would be the opposite to that thought? I don't know. I, I Exactly. Isn't my friends amazing? have friends? No. Yeah. Not the opposite. So it, it yeah. is, it is um, it's impressive. But I, as I was looking at her website this time, she actually has tons of videos and she has tons of support. She's kind of changed stuff around on oh, there. Oh, is it so. getting better and easier and easier? Oh, I think it's so powerful because we all know that it's easier to solve somebody else's problems than it is your own. Mm-hmm. Because when it's our own, we're way down with the emotion. It's a swirling vortex of angst and fears and programming and all of that kind of stuff. And somebody else can see it and say, you know, the opposite of I don't have friends is I do have friends. And so can you just simmer down and find three legitimate examples, some truths of I do have friends, and it unlocks you. It's so beautiful. It's amazing. 
it really it, it it really is amazing. So that is going to be our practice for the week. Now we have talked a lot about um, self fulfilling prophecies that are not necessarily the positive one, not the not the the, the warm fuzzy ones. But what I really want to encourage you, and this is definitely very much my style, I really want you to catch yourself doing something right. There are so many self-fulfilling prophecies that we have that support us every single day. And I have a number right off the top of my head. One of my favorites is I'm a master manifester. So anytime I get into kind of icky situations, and I don't always remember this in the moment of discomfort or pain, but when I get into some like really touchy situations, I remind myself, you know what? I'm a master manifester. I'm not an average manifester. I'm a master manifester. And that just gives me that little bit of a of, of perk to say I can take this on. So that and you know why that works for you, Amina? Is because you believe it. See, that's why there's a difference between self-fulfilling prophecy and an affirmation. And sometimes for somebody else, a statement like that would just be an affirmation. They right. just have to say it enough until they start believing it. And then, oh, my God, like for you, you're like, no, this is a gospel truth. I can think of so many examples of, wow, I am a master um, manifestor. Exactly. I've created all kinds of good things in my life. So for you, you believe it as a truth. For somebody else, maybe it's just kind of a hope. And then if it's a hope, it probably is not, it will, will not have that self-fulfilling prophecy power behind it. Exactly, exactly. But we all have some of those. We all have some that we're really good at. And oftentimes we spend so much time trying to find the ones that need to change or fix. And one of the best things you can do is find the ones that are working and start applying them to different situations. So maybe you're really good at relationships. And you just really, you know, you're rocking the relationship game, and you know that about yourself. You've got a, a history of rocking the relationship game. And then all of a sudden something comes up with a coworker or w- with a child. Using that self-fulfilling prophecy in one area of your life and just reminding yourself, and that's, you know, I am very good at people. I am very good at relationships. Whatever that is for you, taking some time to know what your go-to positive ones are is also a really great awareness practice this week. Oh, yeah. so Realize good. what your positive ones are. Because you yeah. may be able to apply, and you don't have to do it this week. That's not, that's not the purpose of this week is to apply your positive ones in another area of your life. But that's a nice one to tuck away in your back pocket to say, you know, and even as, as, as I'm saying some of mine, and I want all of us to start sharing some of our really good positive ones on Facebook too, because even as I'm saying this right now, I say I'm a master manifester, there's other people going, I never stopped to think about that. And here it is. I am a master manifest. Thank you for saying that. Or I am just with relationships. Or things do always seem to work out for me. I want to share um, a story I had. I was helping one of my my very close friends from high school, and um, she legitimately had a, a difficult life, a much more difficult life than I would say I did at the same age as her in high school, and had a, a number of things happen to her. And I was teaching, I had learned all about law of attraction and I had been doing all this stuff and and you all may know, you may be able to relate to this when you learn something new and you're super excited because you've had some wins and you want to tell the entire world in detail how to do it so they can have those wins too. So I was sitting at dinner with her and everything out of her mouth she was attracting and it was not the things that she wanted to attract. 
And um, like I said, she's a friend from high school, so I knew that about her. And this was, you know, very normal behavior for her. And I thought, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to teach her a little bit about law of attraction. So I asked her, I said, do you want, you know, there's this new thing I'm doing. Can I tell you about it? And I was very excited. And so I, I pour my heart and soul out and explain the process. You just try it. What's one thing you want to try? Just play with it and see what happens. What's one thing you want to try it with? And, so, and after my whole impassioned thing, she turns to me and she goes, you know what? You're just lucky. Yeah. And I, that's, that's I, easy for you. That's easy for you. You're just lucky. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my entire, I felt, the, you know, your entire inside just, the, if you know that feeling, this can relate to this, everything just caved in. Yeah. So I had like this big balloon and I was so sad. Everything just caved in. And so for the longest time after that, when people said, you know what, Amina, you're so lucky, it's like, I just went straight back to that cave-in feeling. Now, that is a positive self-fulfilling prophecy. If you're walking around thinking you're lucky, that's usually a good thing. But the emotional impact that I had with that was not a good thing. You felt diminished by it, like, oh, it's just because you're lucky, not like, no, I work on this. Exactly, because it was the way that it was used in that one context that got stuck in my mind, you know, obviously that, that moment was a moment that was painful enough for me that that got stuck in my mind in that way. It came up in such a way that, you know, when people after that for a long time, when somebody said, you're so lucky, those were fighting words. Like, I'm not lucky. I'll throw you. And, you know, when people obviously did not necessarily mean it in a negative way after that point. So this is, that's the, the practice this week is it's, it's not about an I am statement. It's not about a specific word. It's not about a specific set of words. It's really about the belief system and the emotions you have attached to that. When I say I'm a master manifester, I sit up a little taller in my seat. I smile as I say that. It brings back some awesome memories of some cool things that I've done. It's not about the specific words, but it's about those feelings. And this is the week to really go back and look at those, and I want to share with you all the one I'm going to be looking at this week, and already started, this is why I'm so excited, is I have been saying for years, I am not good at sports. I've been saying that for years, and so I sat with that as I was working with this this week, and I realized this came from one hockey game that where I was the goalie at the age of eight, and I didn't care for hockey, and, I, and being the goalie was a very stressful position. And you know what? In that one game, I wasn't very good. But I'm sitting here thinking, man, I'm an entire belief system, an entire prophecy that every time I even see some sort of sports thing, I think, oh, gosh, I'm not going to be good at this. So I started to look for some evidence using the work of times that I have been good at sports. So that's what this week's about. It's about building that awareness, looking at the things that you're saying to yourself, and then just asking, asking if it's true. If it is true, it's true. That's fine. No big deal. We don't all have to be good at everything. But some of these things are not true, you all. Not anymore. They might have been when I was eight, but they aren't anymore. And, you know, just the fact that when you did that process, you identified, I think I've got some kind of a truth running that's not serving me. I wonder where that came from. Oh, when I was eight, you know, somebody said this, or I had this experience, and I just took it on as gospel. And once you realize it was when you were eight, sometimes it makes you smile or laugh. You go, oh, that's so silly. How do, why did I, why have I taken that yeah. into me our whole life? And you're free. You don't even have to do anything. You don't even have to work hard on it. Just the fact that you've, you've identified where it came from, you're free now. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Can you all hear that? That's thunder and the, the oh, storm my came gosh, in that I was talking about. 
I cool. It sounds like a metal garbage pan. <laughs> that was a that was some some thunder out there, and we haven't seen the lightning yet. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, so um, you all will be getting an email with those details, the three different um, practices over here, including some links to uh, Byron Katie's work. And then always, I, it sounds like both Rebecca and I love this stuff. So please, please, please email out, email us and reach out to us if you need some support, especially if you're playing with this for the first time. I know, I know many of you are familiar with Byron Katie and are familiar with the work already. But if this is the first time you're playing with this, um, the only other thing I would throw out there is maybe just choose one belief to work on this week. And again, this is your experiment and your journey. And if you want to choose a different one every day, that's great. Or if you just want to choose one and kind of play with it all week. And, and just the goal here is to loosen it up. If we can yeah. loosen it up, flipping it over is an is easy once it's loose. But sometimes yeah, lo- you're loosening its grip on you. Yeah, just loosening it up sometimes is, mm-hmm. is takes a little bit of time and it takes a little bit of patience with ourselves to get it oh, loose. Yeah. But once it's loose, ah, flipping it, that, it sounds like flipping it would be the hard part. But once it's loosened up, the flipping part actually comes pretty easily. Oh, yeah. I think this is so good. And I really love your approach because, you know, we talk about homework assignment number one is we're always positive, right? We're always positive and appreciative and grateful for where we are. So homework assignment number one is notice in your life where you seem to have developed some pretty good self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, I'm a money magnet uh, or I'm a, um, what do you say, a, a marvelous manifester. You know, identify these truths that you're holding in your life that are really working for you. And then what I do like to do is for the negative self-fulfilling prophecy, as I said, sometimes they're kind of insidious. So I'll usually I'll identify something in my life isn't working right now. I'm feeling a little heavy about this. I'm feeling a little depressed about this. Um, you know, what is it? Do I have some, some tape running in my background? Like right now, I'm, I'm feeling a little heavy and sad and depressed about my son. So, I mean, so now it, this is a perfect time for me to whip out the, the Byron Katie exercise because I may have some, uh, yeah, I may have some truths in there that, first of all, may not be true. And 99% of the time, they're really not true. And, they, and they're not serving me, right? Because if I'm feeling bad or guilty or sad, what am I going to convey to him? That he's broken, that he should be sad, that, he, you know, something like that. And it just sets you on a spiral. So I'm going to try to not fix it, but I'm just going to use the technique to go in and say, oh, come on, you know, gently looking at it, what beliefs do I have running right now? about this situation. So if somebody is is having a situation around health or work or relationship, if there's some area in your life that's kind of bringing you down, I think that that whole idea of what is a simple sentence that would say what my truth is, and then it tends to lead to another and tends to lead to another. And have you noticed, Amina, that when you do the Byron Katie exercise, sometimes when I'm sitting with my journal, I'm going to identify 10 that are related and that are running the show. And just, and just looking at those, shining a flashlight on those 10 mm-hmm. beliefs is very liberating. It is, it is very liberating. It is very liberating to just kind of look and, and see what's going on and also to see how um, her whole, Brian Katie's whole premise is to not fight with reality. So if reality is, reality is doing what rea- whatever reality is doing, it's just our options to see it as serving us or working against us. And so it is very powerful to 
not feel like you have to change the situation, but see how there's some little hidden things in there that by shifting, you can change how you feel about it. I'd be great. And if somebody wants to, I'd be very happy to go for a walk and you go for a walk or you sit with a journal. And I'd be very happy to help you through this process because we could probably spend an hour talking back and forth. And I'm, I'm very happy to do it. And I think you might find it beneficial. Just let me know on Facebook or email me so we can set up a time. That's awesome. All right, you all. Well, all of this is coming out in the email with links and support. And, of course, you've got Rebecca and my email as well. Are there questions, comments, thoughts, anything we can clarify? And I have a question for some feedback on the videos. Are they working as is? I purposely kept them kind of short, but would people like more meat in them? Would would, uh, anyone want more examples of how to apply it to parenting, to health, to finances? So are they okay with the broad overview, you know, five minutes long, or would you like me to go into more uh, depth? Well, I can only speak for myself. It's Catherine. I think I think they're great the way they are. Um, it works for me. And we do have the journal for more in-depth and more daily reminders. Is anybody in chat? You let, let me know, okay, because I've never done these before, and I want to make sure that they work for people. I'm really enjoying making them, and, I, of course, I can talk forever. I'm purposely trying to keep it short. Uh. Okay, in chat, you've got maybe make two videos, one short and one in-depth for each week. And a lot of people are liking the videos. Good. I like the five to seven minute length. It's a great intro to the week. I don't know, Rebecca. I really like them the way that they are. I think it, okay. I think if, if you think it'd be fun to experiment with something different, I think that might be, you know, you've got a great group to give you feedback on it. Exactly. And I know what makes, makes it easier for me to follow through is if it's easy if it's easy and fun. So the beauty of these is, you know, the last video, yesterday's video, I was at my sister-in-law's house. It was very easy for my husband and I to go over to her door and make a video. So I think that I will be setting myself for success if I keep them just fast. I can do them in one take, um, super easy, really fun, you know, and and no editing and stuff like that. I could keep this up forever. And that probably is how we can help people, isn't it? By making sure that it's really not a burden to ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. I think the energy is what's important there. Okay. All right. This is, what a great class, Amina. Thank you. Yeah, it's time to do some joy work this week. Work The work meets the joy over here. So look at what those beliefs are that are propping us up, those, those self-fulfilling prophecies that are leading us to more joy and ones that we may just want to gently release into the universe, turn into something better. So thanks you all for joining us, and we will talk to you all next Monday and on Facebook. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.